MMA is a cutthroat business. You can win in the most entertaining and emphatic way possible, stack up incredible knockouts. You could even become a champion. But if you start to lose and you no longer become valuable to the promotion you're fighting in, even you might have to face the chopping block. Or maybe you just suck now, who knows? But it's not just because you're losing, that's right, some fighters have actually been fired after a win. I mean, what could prompt such a dishonorable discharge? Well, let's find out. I'm Balian from MMA on Point and- Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And as always, before we get started, huge shout out to our Hall of Fame channel members for supporting us. And these are 10 MMA fighters suddenly fired after a win. Number 10, Alistair Overeem. Okay, it's 2011 and five of the top 10 ranked heavyweights globally are outside of the UFC. Chief among these is Alistair Overeem. He was deep in his strike force era where he'd been the heavyweight champion since 2007, although admittedly he'd only been tasked with defending the belt once. But to make 2011 even more special, strike force organized the now legendary heavyweight Grand Prix. Alistair was going to be essentially defending his belt every step of the way in the tournament and it was full of killers. And his first opponent, Fabricio Badoom, had just beaten the heavyweight goat Fedor. But Alistair made it kind of look easy and all of a sudden he was pretty much the favorite to win the whole tournament again. Anyway, when it came time for the next round of the tournament, Alistair Overeem said he wasn't ready to fight yet, and out of nowhere, he was fired. I was promised in October, if you're not going to compete in uh, September 10, we're going to cut you from the tournament. My thing was that I had an injury. If you don't compete in the tournament, you're going to be cut from strike force entirely. Well, what most people were thinking was that Alistair was being fired so he could compete in the UFC against Brock Lesnar. And lo and behold, a few months later, the news broke of him signing with the promotion. So was he fired? Well, kind of. Depends on who you ask, basically. Number nine, Dennis Hallman. Apart from being famous for being the only person who could beat Matt Hughes for a while, Dennis Hallman's appearance in a skimpy speedo cemented him in the UFC history books for his bravery and ability to upset Dana White. I'd call it disgusting. That was disgusting. So after that speedy appearance, he missed weight for his next fight against John McDessie by two pounds. But he did manage to smash through him and find a rear naked choke in just three minutes of the first round, which anyway you slice it was pretty impressive. However, when it came to his next bout, he was suffering with personal issues and he ended up stepping on the scales and missed weight by seven pounds. His opponent, Tiago Tavares, said he'd fight him if he could get down to just three pounds out, but Dennis simply could not. Dennis was paid his show and win money and Dana let him go. He had a lot of personal problems with his family and uh, he, he was emotionally unable to fight. I sat down and talked with the guy and as a human being, I could not not pay him his money. Yeah, I still think the Speedos had something to do with it, though. Number eight, King Mo. Less than two years into his MMA career, the multiple-time wrestling champion King Muhammad Lawal was 7-0 and had just beaten Gegard Mousasi, of all people, for the Strikeforce light heavyweight title and ended his 14-fight win streak. He dropped the title, but his fight with the then-undefeated, now-MMA cult-striking icon Lorenz Larkin was two homegrown Strikeforce stars going at it. You got a uh, great explosive kickboxing. You know, we were talking in the back room, you know, you just chop down that leg, wait for that, you know, that shot and do that flying knee, just, bah, just blast him. But you know what you're doing. You, you're yeah. a professional yeah, fighter. That's what you are. 
you know, once on the bell rings, I'm did, just going to go for the double A. Anyway, King Mo came through and pulled out another career-defining performance when he KO'd Larkin in the second round and stole his undefeated record right from under him. But then this happened. Former Strikeforce light heavyweight champ Mo Lawal, who recently tested positive following his victory over Lorenz Larkin on January 7th. The state of uh, Nevada Athletic Commission has suspended him for a year and taken away that victory. But that wasn't necessarily what got him fired. Don't get me wrong, I think it definitely didn't help, but it was the NSAC that busted him. Pat Lonvall was a part of the hearing and she wasn't happy with some of Mo's answers, so she asked him. Can you understand English? Yeah. Can you read English? Well, Mo didn't like that at all. He felt disrespectful. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline and went on Twitter and called her some pretty horrible names. Unfortunately, shortly after though, Dana announced that he was being released from his Strikeforce and Zufa contract. Number seven, Jesse Taylor. Only one person in the history of the Ultimate Fighter made it all the way to the grand finale and then got fired from the show. Yeah. Jesse Taylor. If you don't know, he went a bit mental after they took the contestants to Vegas at the end of the season. But somehow, nine years later, he made it back on the Ultimate Fighter Season 25, the redemption season. Red Dead style. And he freaking made it all the way to the finals again. This time didn't cause John Jones levels of Vegas chaos and fought Diego Lima in the final. He showed the effectiveness of his wrestling game and even finished him with a rear naked choke in the second round. Good job, son. Redemption secured. John Marston, law-abiding citizen style. All right, mate. Let's get you on the UFC roster. Oh, and in the USADA testing pool. But that would be the downfall for Taylor, however, as an out-of-competition test just one month after securing his UFC contract winning performance, he popped for Clomiphene. So that came with a one-year suspension. He expected a slap on the wrist, but that was not the case. The following September, his suspension was up and he was expecting a UFC fight Finally, am I right? Only been 10 years in the making. He was offered Ramazan Emeev at Welterweight in Moscow on one week's notice. He declined, saying he didn't have time to make the weight. And less than a month later, the UFC released him. Yeah, Taylor felt like he'd been done dirty, but, well, you don't exactly have the best track record, do you, mate? Number six, Ruslan Magomedov. Everyone loves a top Russian prospect, don't they? Especially if their name ends in Madoff. I guess not if they get into the UFC and only win by decision, but can't deny the skill set, I guess. Well, Ruslan was exactly all of those things. He got into the UFC in 2014 and beat three guys in a row in pretty dominant fashion. This was right around the time everyone realised that Russian sambo experts were quite the problem in MMA. I mean, heck, he'd even smashed Tim Sylvia Dagestan style in Moscow. But after three wins, the third coming impressively against a tough Sean Jordan, who was on a three-fight knockout streak of his own, Ruslan would then have a four-year gap in his MMA career. Why, you ask? An injury? Time off to travel the world and do missionary work? No. Five little letters. U-S-A-D-A. USADA. Jeffrey John Nowitzki, a.k.a. the Golden Snitch. <laughs> in September 2016, he was given a two-year ban for Osterine. When that was finally over, he was booked against Rogerio de Lima in 2018, but had to pull out for visa issues and instead tested positive again just one month later, this time for anabolic steroids. By February 2019, he was probably over the whole thing because he refused to submit a sample for another USADA test and so after three violations they handed him a lifetime ban. The first in USADA history. So he did what any sensible Russian would do, went to fight in Russia where he's yet to pick up a win since 2015. 
Maybe the steroids were working. Who knows? Number five, Matt Riddle. I know Jason's one of the owners of this channel, so there must be some WWE fans in here, right? Oh, brother, this guy stinks! But if you are, you'll probably recognize Matt Riddle, who apparently is quite popular these days. Must be his dazzling smile. And you know what? There's only one thing that can make you smile that big. A big old bag of Mary Jane, am I right? You want to hit my ball? Oh. Riddle was on the Rampage vs. Forrest Griffin season of The Ultimate Fighter, where, get this, he was 0-0 as a professional. Like, I don't even know how that happened, but he clearly had shown great potential, and so he made his pro debut in the freaking UFC. Funny how that works, isn't it? Sounds like another pro wrestler that we know. Four years in, he was 6-3, and three, and he picked up a nice arm triangle win over Chris Clements in July 2012. But unfortunately for Riddle, it was overturned by the commission because he tested positive for cannabis. Just six years too early on that one in Canada, Matt. To me, it's a miracle plant. Where I'm from, in Nevada, here, it's legal. I'm a legal patient. I think it might actually enhance you. He won his next fight and then flew to England to fight the tough Chain Mills and managed to pull out a hard-fought split-decision win, but once again, he tested positive. England, I'm so disappointed in you. Matt should have been on a four-fight win streak at this point, but with two no contests, his record was looking pretty patchy, and apparently Dana White didn't like stoners. Now, the reason he's not in the UFC anymore is because he could not pass a drug test. You're so weak-minded and so addicted to marijuana that you couldn't stay off it enough to pass a drug test three times a year. Well, guess what, dummy? They drug test in the real world, too. Number four, Usamar Paul Harris. Old Ankle Breaker has made this list a few times on this channel. 10 scariest fighters, 10 fighters banned from the UFC, 10 fighters with serious mental problems that just want to hurt people. May have made that one up. The point is, though, Usama was doing just fine in his UFC career before he was fired because, yeah, he couldn't let go of submissions. After an 8-4 UFC run, he fought Mike Pierce in October 2013 and heel-hooked him in just 30 seconds. But Mike tapped and he didn't stop cranking. This was the second time in the UFC, and considering it's a pretty bad look for the promotion, as well as completely unsportsmanlike, behavior, he was immediately fired. He's not perplexed at all. It's the dirtiest, nastiest submission in, 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 in jiu-jitsu, and when you get it and you know you've got it and the guy taps, you let go. And if you don't, I will cut you. Number three, Tiago Silva. When you're an undefeated fighter that goes on a four-fight knockout streak in your first UFC fights, you're going to get some attention, especially at light heavyweight. That's what Thiago Silva did, and he looked like a future title challenger. Unfortunately, though, after being demolished by Lyoto Machida, the rest of his UFC run was kind of hit and miss, including suspensions for falsifying his urine sample and old Mary Jane. But then he got another first-round KO and toughed it out against Matt Hamill, which put him back on the winning track and possibly on a path to redemption, maybe even to the title where he could have been heading in the first place. Only thing is, Tiago Unchained wasn't exactly the coolest of customers outside of the cage. In fact, after finding out his estranged wife had an affair with a local BJJ coach, Pablo Popovich, he confronted her with a gun, allegedly putting it in her mouth and saying he was going to you know, get rid of her. She got a restraining order, but he broke that when he showed up at their house and threatened them both, and then arrived at the gym where the guy was coaching, blared the horn until they came outside, and then with another gun threatened them again. The police then showed up at his house later that day, where Tiago barricaded himself inside, and an armed standoff ensued before he eventually came out and was stun-gunned. The UFC released him from his contract immediately after this, and then Dana said he'd never fight in the UFC again. Pretty understandable, but amazingly, all criminal charges were dropped and so the UFC re-signed him. He went through the process and no, no, no charges were filed against him and uh, you're innocent until proven guilty. They did not prove that he was guilty of anything and, and the guy walks. But then a few weeks later, a video came out of him actually holding a gun and he was immediately fired again. Number two, Leslie Smith. 
A lot of fighters have talked about a fighters union and getting together to fight for better pay, but Leslie Smith was one fighter that was actually trying to spearhead a campaign while still under contract with UFC. There are definitely reasons that we need a fighters association. The percentage of money getting paid to the fighters, you know, they're risking their lives during the time that they're fighting. They're risking the physical ability to, to do things in the future after that. And so I feel like their compensation should um, reflect the risk as well as uh, the revenue that they're generating. It honestly takes a lot of balls to speak up about this stuff because you're going against the status quo and that can mean any number of things. You're basically painting a target on your back. Leslie said all of this before 198 before her fight with Chris Cyborg, a fight that she lost in just under two minutes. But she continued to speak her mind and advocate for a union for the fighters and for fair pay. And in 2017 showed she still had it when she TKO'd Amanda Lemos in Scotland in an impressive performance. She was next booked to fight Aspen Ladd and would have done too if it wasn't for those pesky scales. Aspen failed to make weight and Leslie said she didn't want to fight her, which she is entitled to do, to be fair. But the aftermath was the UFC paid Leslie her show and win money and sent her on her way, saying they no longer had any interest in extending her contract. Now, she was on a two-fight win streak, don't forget. Undoubtedly, not accepting the fight with Ladd didn't help, but we all know what the real reason was. Nobody wants to get on the bad side of the UFC, so I guess I'm lucky that I have this fight and this platform right now to be able to talk about it. Number one, Michael Falco. Now, I'm guessing most of you won't have heard of or will even remember Michael Falco. Why? Well, because it took him seven years to get to the UFC, and although a 26-3 record is pretty goddamn good, he only had one UFC fight before he was let go. His only fight was against Gerald Harris, and even that was pretty controversial. At the end of the first round, he was dominating. The buzzer went off five seconds early while he was sinking in a rear naked choke. Not much happened in the third round, and it was just a weird fight overall. He got the unanimous decision 2-1, but the crowd were just booing by the end of it. Harris even got fired because of it, but Falco was okay for at least a few days, but then he was suddenly arrested in Brazil for an assault that had occurred in 2002 outside a nightclub. He was sentenced to two years in prison, but got out on house arrest after eight months. He was then booked in another fight against Tom Lawler at UFC 134, but the UFC fans bombarded Dana and the media to remove him from the card, and Dana just cut him from the roster altogether. Turns out the altercation in 2002 had been with a woman, and it prompted Dana to say the classic line, it doesn't matter if you're a winner or a champion or anything like that, you're gone. Keep your hands off women. He was also involved in some other similar altercations in 2013 and another one in 2020 outside of a bar in his hometown in Brazil, and it had fatal consequences. I know someone who's never going to get fired, Luke Taylor, because he does such a bloody good job editing these videos, doesn't he? You can go follow him at call to me underscore on Twitter. Show him some love. We could never let Ben Rosette go either, not after he wrote that sweet, sweet song in the intro. I hope you liked it. If you want to hear more from Ben, go show him some love on Spotify. Search Ben Rosette. Cheers, mate. As always, thank you to our channel champions for supporting the content and helping in the creative process. If you want to get involved and get some extra super special MMA on point stuff, click join down below and you can find out more. Do you fight fans think any of these firings were justified? You know, some of them probably were. Let us know in the comments down below. Give us a thumbs up if you enjoyed it. We worked hard on it. And if you want to, go ahead and subscribe. You can get more content. I've been Bailey and thank you so much for watching. You can find me here and I will see you in the next one.